0: Shorty Stories is a monthly event series featuring creators and influencers who are making a career for themselves on the internet. It's produced by the producers of the Shorty Awards, which honor the best of social media. This month, hear the story of Deepika Mutyala, a YouTuber, beauty guru, and Today Show contributor. Hear how she got her start in the makeup world, how a viral red lipstick video changed her life, and how she parlayed that into a career on YouTube. Without further ado, here's Deepika with her story. Mm. Hi. Hi. Thanks for coming. I'm so excited. I asked I requested a stool because I feel like awkward standing and talking to you like I don't know. Makes me feel more laid back right now. So first off, thanks Shorty Awards for having me. This is my like first time like telling my story where it's not in, like a and A format. So hopefully you guys find it interesting. I feel like some of you guys follow me on Snapchat because I like recognize your faces. It's pretty exciting. If you do, then you know that I'm like going through like this weird eye allergy right now. Oh, you're nodding your head. You do know. It's, it's like so bad. Like if I have like this is so gross and not beauty expert like, but if I have like pus coming on my eye right now, excuse it because you guys just beware if you get lash extensions, they're not for everybody. So, anyways, damn Daniel. (laughs) Um, Okay, yeah, so I'm Deepika, and I am, I guess, I still like feel weird saying the word influencer. Like whenever I go to these events, they're like, oh, like what's your title? And I'm like, I don't know, but I guess what I officially say is an on-air beauty expert slash YouTube personality. And so my whole like career, I guess, started back like literally since I was a kid. I was like the girl reaching for a lipstick when my dad was trying to give me a stethoscope. I come from a very traditional South Asian family of all medical professionals, and my parents were born in India. And you know, they came here hoping that their kids would have this like life that they never had. And you know, so I, I always had this pressure to be a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer. Those were like basically the three options. <laughs> um, and so I really quickly told my dad that I am not going to do any of those things. And like, I think around like 16, all I wanted to do was work at a mat counter. That, to me, was my dream job. If my South Asian parents would let me do that today, that is so fun to me, and I would like wake up so passionate every single day. But I had to try to find a way to kind of merge my passion for the beauty industry with something that would make my parents You know, they're like such a big part of my life and I don't know if it's just like an ethnic minority thing or something, but like there's something about like your parents being proud of you that like is so important to me. So I knew I wanted to go down this career path and my parents knew I was very stubborn from a very early age, so they knew I wasn't gonna listen to them. But I wanted to find a way to like make them proud too. So going into college, I was adamant about going to business school because that way I could learn the beauty side, the business side of beauty and work on the corporate end to eventually create my own product line, which was always a goal and dream and it still is. And it's gonna happen. But I, I kind of just thought of it like I had a very set plan for my life. I was gonna go to business school, work for L'Oreal, be a brand manager, go to Harvard Business School, and start like a global beauty brand that was gonna take over the world. And that's like how I, I like went into college with that mindset. So I did the first part, I went to business school, I went to University of Texas, hook 'em horns. Yes, yes um, and I was in uh, marketing major and I did a case competition to go work for L'Oreal USA because see the lashes I like keep combing my like strips right now because like anyways I it's really hard being in Texas to get a job in New York City. Like, it's, I feel like you have to be in New York to kind of land it. So, I did what I could in my free time in college to do this case competition where I really got to like take the opportunity to play the role of a brand manager for L'Oreal. They like gave us an actual employee that was at the company and an ad agency, and we presented in front of the CEO of the company, the CMO of the company, all the top executives. And I won for my school, and then I got second place at Nationals. Very full circle moment that'll come later, but we should. Should have won that, and I'm not bitter. Um, but <laughs> I don't care if that's recorded. They would agree, um, and so. <laughs> I, uh, I, I landed my summer internship because of that, winning that case competition. So I think like the first thing and like kind of lesson I learned really early on was that like I had to make things happen for myself and that's something that's kind of carried through to me today because I was reaching out to every Indian contact I had to get a job at L'Oreal. And you know, people are busy. So I had to try to do something very early on to make, make me stand out from everyone else. Like why, why this girl in Texas? So I got the internship, did not get the full-time offer, And I was like devastated. I was like, how can I be a brand manager and go to Harvard Business School and start my beauty line without L'Oreal behind me? And then I had an ego and I was like, well, I'm just gonna work for Procter & Gamble or Estee Lauder, like their biggest competitors and be like, show them like, sucks to suck. But, and then I think like, it just really like shows me how much like everything is like happens for a reason. Cause like, I went to go work for Victoria's Secret Corporate and that's in Columbus, Ohio. Someone, anyone raise your hand if you're from Columbus, Ohio. Great, so I don't think I was ever meant to live in Columbus, Ohio. Like you guys, I was so bored. And you know what, the difference is, I think going to college there, I could have totally done it, like it was a college town. I think for someone like me who's always dreamt of like being in the Big Apple, and like in this fast paced life, like Columbus, Ohio just felt a little like, what? Uh, yeah, you said it, not me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was also great because I had a lot of free time to figure out or like do something that I was passionate about. So I was an analyst at Victoria's Secret Corporate, and um, I started a blog on the side tbt-skindeepblog.tumblr.com. You all should check it out. I still think the content is very good on there. Um, and so I, I started that. And I started to blog for a Clinique. And I would go home so excited to do that. I would just do my 9 to 5 and then go home, write on this blog, and like look up startup companies that were like doing really well. Because in my mind, I always thought, like, why do I have to be like 30 to start my company? Like, why is it that there has to be this like set age? Like, if you have a passion for something, like just do it. Like, I don't, I don't think there's rules around that. So, um, I came across a company called Shoe Dazzle, and I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Yes. Okay. Cool. I'm not gonna lie. I came across it because Kim Kardashian became the face of it, and like, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's how a lot of things come to my like. I, I discover a lot of things through her. The model of it was this idea of a personalized stylist who comes to you for $40 a month and picks a shoe for you and I thought to myself like why doesn't that exist for the beauty industry like that's so smart like somebody should be telling you as a makeup artist this works for you like you fill out a survey and you get these products sent to your house and so I called my cousin who's like this big startup person in um, San Francisco and I was like why don't we start this like I know the makeup side you know the business side you know the investor side like let's do it I'm 22 at this point by the way and so like I'm I'm just like this girl with like all these dreams in the world and he's like let's do it and literally like I think like a week later he was like, did you even Google this before you asked me? I was like, why? He was like, that exists. It's this company called Birchbox, and they're crushing it. And I had already bought a URL, makeuptrunk.com. I still own it. I was like so full force moving forward with this. And I kind of just had this mindset when I looked them up that they really were crushing it. And it was these two female founders that were so impressive to me. They went to Harvard Business School, so my parents approved. Um, and so it was this thing where I was like, if you can't beat them, join them. So I, I kind of went into it with the mindset of like, I want to learn everything I can from you know this business, but also from these like women they were just so impressive and i like myself want to be like a founder of a company, a female founder of a company, so I kind of just like thought about like what's the worst case scenario. Keep in mind, I was nine months into working at um, Limited Brands, which is the parent company for Victoria's Secret. So like, you know that rule of like, you're supposed to stay at a company for a year. Yeah, right? You're nodding your heads because, but like, why is that a rule? Like, I think like, especially like when you're right out of college, it's like the time in my mind to take risks. Like, I feel like if not then, Like when? And so, I don't know, I guess I just had this gut moment where I was like, I gotta do this. So I kind of just made like a pros and cons list. And honestly, the worst case scenario still felt better than kind of just going through my day-to-day motions of living in Columbus, Ohio, working for Victoria's Secret. You know, granted that company is just